0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of PR with the Pros. I'm Kat Kaladris, your 2021-2022 Vice President of Brand Engagement here at PRSSA National. Today I had the wonderful opportunity to speak with Sean Greenwood from the one and only Ben & Jerry's. Beginning in 1988, Sean has first-hand experience of the triumphs and tribulations over his three decades plus with Ben & Jerry's. His title, Grand Poobah of PR, has been earned one scoop at a time. Along the way, he has taken a serious interest in sharing the Ben & Jerry story and mission, namely that businesses can thrive when they lead with their values and consider more than simply making a profit. In his PR position, Sean has created programs, flavors, and managed relationships working with the likes of Sir Elton John, The Band Fun, Ziggy Marley, Stephen Colbert, Nike, and more. Sean provided communication strategy for the company's global climate Save Our World initiative and the Democracy Is In Your Hands campaign, highlighting systemic racism, implicit bias, and voter suppression, featuring a flavor called empowerment. The same campaign led to the company's support for the Black Lives Matter movement. Sean quarterbacked the launch of The Tonight Doe, starring Jimmy Fallon, on The Tonight Show. In early 2020, he co-hosted, alongside comedian Michelle Bouteau, the launch event for Ben & Jerry's new partnership and flavor with Netflix, called Netflix & Chilled. He led media communications for the company's We Must Dismantle White Supremacy statement in response to George Floyd's murder. Most recently, he led the launch of the 7 Flavor Ganache Topped line and worked with Fallon & Colbert on launching non-dairy, vegan-certified versions of their Top 10 Flavors. In his Bah work, Sean serves as director of public relations and communications at Ben and Jerry's headquarters in Vermont, consistently resulting in billions of annual earned impressions. The Gonzaga master's graduate often can be found loafing near the research and development lab volunteering as a taste tester, all the while enjoying the company benefit of three free pints of ice cream per day. His favorite flavor is Cherry Garcia. I hope you all enjoy this super sweet scoop of professional life at Ben and Jerry's. Hi, Sean. How are you?
1: So far, so good. I haven't, I haven't done anything wrong in the podcast at this point, so I'm, I'm safe.
0: Absolutely. That's great. So we'll hop right in with the professional profile part of the interview. What are your main responsibilities as the director of public relations and communications at Ben and Jerry's?
1: Yeah, it's a good, definitely a good place to start. You know, I think for what it is that we do with public relations, basically, it's just how do we oversee that function, right? The, and, and basically, the storytelling, and and so we're using the PR tools available to us right press releases and multimedia news releases and our digital channels uh but it, it's kind of saying how do we use all those tools and provide the communication strategy for the company overall right so we'll get to work with our CEO and, and our uh, you know top executives and just try to put into place how and, and and where we think it makes sense to do that storytelling
0: all right that's great and to go more into your trajectory how did you end up in this role
1: it's a, it's a long story, Kat. It was, uh, I started working for Ben and Jerry's in 1988. So, uh, you know, I, I was scooping ice cream, driving the truck around to, uh, events. And, and then that fall when, uh, you know the when the summer the short summer that happens here in vermont only a few weeks uh fall rolls around pretty pretty fast and uh the leaves are gorgeous and and all of a sudden the colors are just fabulous so we would get so many tourists and fans that would come to our waterbury facility to visit i started giving tours that fall because uh because so many visitors so uh i I started giving tours then in the fall of 1988 and really haven't stopped talking about the company ever since. So the, the last 15 years of my work here at Ben and Jerry's has been strictly on public relations and, and kind of doing this work that, you know, that we're talking about that storytelling function and helping to provide communication strategy overall.
0: That's incredible and great that you totally worked your way up. So you really know the ins and outs of the company, which makes a huge <laughs> difference with what you do now as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's really great. I, I, uh, you know, both scooped ice cream. Uh, I worked making ice cream on the production floor. And, uh, often I've found sitting in, in meetings with, uh, you know, other folks other directors or vps of, of the company when someone says something like well let's just have the scoopers smile more and you go oh, hey have you scooped ice cream have you done that job because once you've done it and and same thing with making ice cream there's a lot of hard work that goes into it so it really is helpful i think to have that experience and be able to bring that to the current role
0: absolutely and to get more into your role how has it evolved over the years with the rising importance of social media
1: I mean, it's it's been pretty big since I've been, uh, you know, uh, at Ben and Jerry's for uh, a better part of the last 33 years. Uh, the, right, the evolution of technology and social media specifically has just been quite spectacular in the public relations world, right? I recall my early days that it was a feat to be able to set up a distribution list and fax multiple people at the same time. What an amazing accomplishment, right? And you think now, how we reach so many people through our phones. Uh, It's just, uh, it's just a true, you know, it's an astonishing uh, fact. And, uh, you know, Ben and Jerry's, our own, you know, social media channels that we have, it just has to be part of our communications plan in PR, right? And that doesn't discount traditional media, right? We still secure billions of impressions annually through those areas. But I think, uh, I think the technology piece has, Definitely motivated us to react more quickly in public relations, right? The, in the early days of PR, it was about setting up phone interviews or getting on that night's broadcast or local or national loo- news or, uh, you know, getting into a uh, uh, print story. And today with with what we have as these tools at our, our disposal, we operate at the speed of technology and we entirely consider ourselves digital first right? And you have to be ready for that immediacy in, in all your communications. And, and I think the other piece that it's really changed a lot is measurement. When you start looking at uh, you know, doing PR, you measure what you treasure, right? It's really important. And being able to see that uh, whether something you're posting on your own blog, on your dot-com space, or in your own social media channels, or even statistics from your latest press release or multimedia news release, uh, right? It provides this efficient And and kind of proper uh, feedback and that's instant. And so being able to do that and use all those tools, that's a huge, uh, you know, a huge difference from what we did 25, 30 years ago at Ben and Jerry's with public relations.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's great. And I liked how you mentioned news coverage because that kind of goes into my next question, which is that I'm a big fan of the tonight dough. And I read that you led the launch of that flavor. <laughs> so I would love to know what that experience was like. I've seen the clip of the announcement on the tonight show. So I uh-huh. hear about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, what a, it, well, I mean, how lucky it, it, it was, you know, part of, it's part of the cool stuff of working at Ben and Jerry's is that and, and I think part of this comes down to a balance of we, we try to have a good time and we try to do good things with our business. And I think because of that, a lot of folks are are happy to play with us. You know, our fans are passionate about us. People that are out there like, like Jimmy Fallon, uh, you know, who, who did a song with his uh, house band with the roots uh, where they, they dress up and call themselves Ladysmith snack Mombazo uh, uh, singing about their favorite foods. Right. So they did this skit uh, about Ben and Jerry's where Jimmy singing, you know, uh, like, like the band going Ben and Jerry's ice cream is so good. And uh, you know, they just, they came up with this great skit and people were coming into my office the next day going, Hey, nice job of working with the Jimmy Fallon show and having them put the thing out. And I said, no, I didn't, have anything to do with it we didn't seed it at all we didn't approach them they did it just because they loved Ben and Jerry's and and fortunately we, we had just worked with the today show on on a news story and so uh being you know part of the same organization part of the same area of, of uh nbc's business we reached back out and said hey can we send some ice cream over to the writers at the the jimmy fallon show and let them know we really appreciate what they did and so out of that i ended up getting a phone call in my office that this woman goes hey i'm kelly i'm jimmy fallon's assistant and uh, he wants to jump on the phone with you to say thanks which doesn't usually happen so that was really you know sweet of him and, and kind of set the 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 tone for what was to come, uh, and and in that discussion, you know, I'd said to Jimmy, I'm in New York City every couple of months, usually for work, so would love to stop by with ice cream for your whole staff instead of just the the few pints that we sent over for the writers. So the next time I was in New York, I, I grabbed like 40 or 50 pints of ice cream, went into to their office and set up in their conference room and just scooped out, you know, scoop after scoop after scoop for everybody that I could. And then at the end of that hour or so, Jimmy comes into the conference room and he goes, Hey, let's, you know, let's go jump in my office and talk about what could we do together. And we weren't looking to do another celebrity flavor or, you know, we already had a flavor of Stephen Colbert and you don't want every comedian to have a flavor and it loses. It's kind of Specialists, so uh you know we weren't looking to do anything like that but uh as we talked and, and tried to explain what our business was about and how we believe in a social mission and and then we got to the point of like you know if there was ever a chance to do something together a flavor would be pretty cool and and that was kind of the piece that really you know was was of interest and uh really just kind to of spike this creativity going back and forth and and uh that's how we ended up kind of launching this flavor and, and jimmy was just so generous right everybody asks when you say hey get to work with jimmy found everyone goes is you know is he as nice as he seems and i have to unfortunately say he's nicer like he's actually such a sweet guy was so generous to us uh you know he he hosted the launch of that flavor in his studio 6b at at 30 Rockefeller center uh, you know and so i'm down there standing on the stage emceeing the flavor launch with jimmy and jerry and ben and uh Not only you know is he a good guy and was really nice to work with, but also he donates all the proceeds from his flavor. So there's a group called the Children's Fund, uh, Sears Fund Children's Network uh, that operates. It was started by Paul Newman, the actor, years ago. Uh, It's now a a global network of about I think like 28, 30 camps around the globe that. Our camp's just set up for kids who have kind of different, you know, are dealing with different challenges, physical challenges, uh, uh, you know, and different sicknesses, but the they don't have the illness to find the kid at the camp. It's just a camp for kids to go out and, and raise a little hell was the quote that uh, Paul Newman said. So Jimmy donates every penny of his proceeds from that. So it, it does good. And, uh, you know, it's just so much fun to be able to do those things that you go, great, we're making a great product. It does something good for the world. And- and at the same time, you get to meet uh, Jimmy Fallon. How cool is that?
0: Oh, that's incredible. What a great story. And it's great to hear that he is just as nice and funny as he appears on TV. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Jimmy Fallon, too. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, you never know. So that's great. Yeah. And, oh, that he donates the proceeds. That I didn't realize. So hmm. that's that makes me feel better about how many pints of it I get, <laughs> you know, so
1: <laughs> nice, yeah.
0: yeah, that's perfect. And it's also such a testament to Ben and Jerry's, you know, getting that earned media from the Tonight Show um, because of all the good that you guys do and your mission mm. and the incredible ice cream. So that's great.
1: Yeah, I think people like when people talk about our partners, right? Because we will end up with we, you know, part of part of pop culture, Ben and Jerry's it, it certainly has kind of woven itself into it and and people like to do those things with us, right? When when Elton John came to Vermont, he had played every other state in the u.s it just vermont was the only state he had not played so he came to vermont probably seven or eight years ago now and so when he was coming in we reached out to his team said hey we'd love to do a flavor when you're here and we'll scoop it out and every dollar that we sell of it we'll donate to your aids foundation and i can't imagine you know uh some businesses right if you were a a motor oil company saying hey we want to do a motor oil named after you while you're here i can't imagine elton john going yeah that'd be great but i think because of that combination of trying to do good things with your business having a good time i think those things help to make it more appealing and so you have people like jimmy fallon or stephen colbert or or colin kaepernick that want to partner with you
0: for sure yeah that's fantastic and you've touched on this a little bit, but you mentioned that you've worked for Ben and Jerry's for over 3 decades, which is just incredible. Congratulations.
1: <laughs> Old guy.
0: <laughs> oh, not at all. Not at all. It's ice cream. It's timeless. Yeah. It. <laughs> but since you've been there for such a long time, obviously it's a great company. So what makes Ben and Jerry's a great company to work for?
1: I, I think we only have an hour in this podcast, right? We have to we have to cap it there, right? There's there's just so many great stories. And I think even from my early days, when I started out at Ben & Jerry's, I knew it was different coming in, right? It, and it was mostly because it's not just a company trying to sell its goods and uh, maximize its profits, right? It's a company that believes in using the power of business, uh, right? Our, our co-founder, Ben Cohen said, business has a responsibility to give back to the community. That was one of the two underlying principles of, of the company. And so I think that's the truth is, is when I look around at my coworkers, uh, we're a bunch of social mission junkies that really want to go out there and do something better than just sell our products. Right. And so uh, uh, we're, we're lucky that that's the reality. And and we make a great product to sell. So I think that's helpful. Right. I think I, I actually heard Ben speaking on a podcast over the last year that uh, someone said, you know, give us the the cliff notes. Like, how do we learn from what you've learned and not have to to go through all those years? And, and Ben was saying, you know, yeah, start and lead with your values, but you can't make crap. Because if you do, no one's gonna to want to come back and buy your stuff again, no matter how much you're you're trying to save the world. So I think that combination for us of trying to do good things, making a great quality product, I think you know that's some of, of the main drivers. Uh and, and I think some of the issues that we get into, right, they're not easy. Things like uh global warming or addressing equity or racism or human rights. Most businesses don't want to touch those issues of the 10-foot pole. And and I think Ben and Jerry's has this uh ability to just jump into the deep end of the pool and not haphazardly it's not it's not getting into controversy for controversy's sake and just have people talk about you because especially i think with social media and the speed of of media today it's so easy for people to tell when you're just doing it to try to do it as marketing right and and so we don't do that as marketing we're really protective of our social mission that we do those things because we believe in them and a lot of times we'll do things that we don't bring out and talk about because we feel like this is just oh, who we are we we want to you know take care of that and, and preserve what that is. But I think, so I think it's that combination. And then the last piece I would just say is, is having a good time, right? The the other principle that the, the guys came up with at their one year anniversary from 1978 when they started the business to 1979, you heard Ben's quote, Jerry's was, if it's not fun, why do it? And I think just being part of that organization, whether there's just so many cool things at Ben and Jerry's and it's, there's, uh, you know, we do partnerships with music. And like I said, we interweave with culture and pop culture and these partnerships with with Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert. Last year, we were launching our, our Netflix and chilled flavor. And I'm on a stage with Michelle Buteau, you know, who's a comedian from, from you know, does Netflix shows and, and standup specials and uh, just to be able to you know, have that sense of fun. And it's not just about celebrities, it's about joy and about having a good time and, and to be able to incorporate that into your work every day, right? If you can do that, what? how lucky am I to be able to have this company that, that I've been fortunate to be part of for, for over three decades.
0: I love how you stressed how important the activism piece is, because I know that's something that so many people think of when they think of Ben and & Jerry's and support Ben & Jerry's. So with that activism what part do you play in what we see across Ben and Jerry's platforms about key hmm.
1: issues Cool yeah great question I, you know I think Ben and Jerry's employees are all empowered to get involved with this way. Right? We call it the social mission, right? And so if you if you get online and look for our mission statement, we have three parts: product making great desserts, basically, and, and you know, ice cream and, and non-dairy products too. Uh, economic is we got to make a profit as a business, but we're cool with making a reasonable profit. And it, it's not about maximizing shareholder value. It's like, no, let's make a fair profit, but use the rest of that to, to put into this social mission that is, you know, basically looking at how do we use the power of our business to do good things and and to uh, help those folks who are marginalized and and underrepresented. Uh, How do we look out for the environment, right? And that's kind of been uh, these issues that we've gotten involved with. Like I I mentioned, most businesses don't want to talk about racism because they're afraid of of losing a, a potential customer. And I think Ben and Jerry says, we want to talk about it because we think there's something we can address and bring to light and help. Uh, identify through the voice of our business, right? Because if, if you or I are as individuals walk down to the street corner and start yelling out loud about one of these things, people just look at you and go, I think you're crazy. When you do it as a business, you have this established uh, credible voice already that that you can captivate. And so the PR team gets to be part of that process, right, as we're going through and looking at these. But everybody at Ben & Jerry's is involved with it, right? People are, are asked, like, what do you want to do this year? What do you think is important? Where should we, do, you know, really look to focus our business? There is a specific team of employees that work. There's a social mission department. And within that there's like an activism team so there's a, a handful of folks that are in there that are researching issues and looking at what do they feel is most important for us right and a lot of times it'll come down to timeliness right if there's something like oh there's a the, the cop 21 is happening this year and they're you know that's going to be bringing together world leaders from 180 different countries they're going to be talking about all of these important issues like energy use so let's talk about global warming and, and put together a campaign and a flavor and be able to activate that right so they really help direct us and say, here's something that's timely, that matches our values, that matches our, our kind of the, those core issues that we care about. And so that's a, a huge part of you know they will direct that and then they'll bring it to our our team say what do you think here's where we're at and and we're able to weigh in along with others right it's not just PR but the handful of other teams that are uh, at the office that will go through and say okay great that's helpful let's understand how will this play out and you know what's the the best way that we can be supportive around this so we do get to get involved we're actually working on one right now which I can't tell all the details but it looks like another flavor that'll be out here in the next month that's going to be focused on you know uh, uh, racial justice and uh, identifying some folks who we can partner with that'll uh, you know help to elevate their status and, and to try to look at some action that's going on right we, and people will say around our our social mission and our activation uh, that we get political and we entirely do what we don't do is we don't get partisan. Right. So Ben and Jerry's won't say vote for Biden, vote for Trump, vote for Hillary. We don't get involved in that piece because uh, we feel like it's important for us to take an issue or take a stance on issues. Right. So we'll we'll say, do those elected officials support what we care about in terms of the environment? Right. And so things like a, a, a pipeline being drilled through the middle of the country to support more fossil fuel. We've stood up and went to our president and said, please uh, don't support this. We don't need more fossil fuel. We we need to invest in other technologies that are better for our, our planet. Uh, and and so we've done that. We did that to, w- with President Trump uh, this past term. Uh, but we also did that with President Barack Obama before him because uh, there was a, a pipeline being proposed then. So it's not about partisanship. It's not about do we say vote for this party or that party. We you know we tend to have our own uh, political leaning. But I think we get into politics because that's the systemic change that we feel is most important. It doesn't help for us to just apply a Band-Aid, right? To say like, okay, uh, if black people don't get the same employment opportunities in the U.S. to say, okay, let's set up a program and give uh, five black people jobs at Ben & Jerry's. That That's fine, but that doesn't address the systemic issue. So to be able to step back and learn and understand and say, why aren't people of color being given the same opportunities that people that are white are? that is where we feel like we can really make a difference. And it is entirely political, right? So it, it does mean that Ben and Jerry's gets involved with politics uh, and, and it makes, you know, it just makes it so Ben and Jerry's uh, because we're involved with that, for us as the PR team that's that's trying to provide counsel around communication issues and communication strategy, we are certainly a, a big part around how do we plan out this social mission.
0: Love that you said that everyone has a part to play when it comes to Ben and Jerry's activism. And on that subject, is there ever any internal debate about when you guys should speak out or what you should speak out about?
1: Mm, Certainly, uh, all the time, right? And and part of it is We're made up of individuals. You think of our, whether it's our, our, you know, any organization, it could be your school, it could be your your workplace, it could be, uh, you know, our country, we're made up of individuals, and there's going to be different opinions, right? And so we want to try to hear those opinions, whether people say, you know, like I said, around our social mission, when we say to people, what do you think we should be focusing on this year? Some people might say, uh, world hunger is a really important issue. Can we look at that? Some people might say, how do we support uh, women to get equal pay? Right. Those are important issues. And it's not that there's one that that necessarily, uh, you know, is is more important than another. What we try to find is what are the ones that are kind of involved in these core issues for Ben and Jerry's? And again, what's what's timely? What can we have the most impact on today? Right. So I, I think we do definitely get involved with that and, and try to apply those rules to help make that decision. Uh, but there's always, you know, discussion challenges, people saying, no, I don't think that's right for us to do. I think what we try to do is is work through that, hear all opinions, and then be able to go out when when it makes sense for us to say, okay, this one we're feeling pretty good about, now we're going to go, uh, right, we, we started this work on racial justice six years ago, trying to get more involved with those issues. And, and since then, it's involved campaigns around you know, equity and equality and voting rights and stemming the school to prison pipeline and looking at, uh, uh, you know, on 420, doing cannabis justice and, uh, you know, looking at incarceration and, and the broken system that exists around that. So there's just so many issues that we've been able to get further involved in around racial justice because of that debate and of people being able to say, well, I think this is an important part of it. And I think this is an important part of it. And being able to then hear all those viewpoints and go out, that makes us, a, I think, a better company and, and better prepared to be able to get involved with those, those different and, and very uh, you know challenging issues.
0: With that, a hot topic has been that Ben and Jerry's ended ice cream sales in occupied Palestinian territory. How does Ben and Jerry's reach those decisions and how does the company handle backlash over that activism if and when it arises? Mm.
1: Yeah, you, we want to stick up for what's right, right? Even if that's about selling our ice cream where it feels like it matches our values. So for us, that was the the, the biggest part of the decision around, uh, you know, we, we said we don't want to have our products sold anymore in the occupied Palestinian territory as defined by the U.N. And so that's, you know, the the message that we put out. We've seen a lot of kind of counter messages of people who don't support that and and disagree with that. Uh, I think, you know, our our co-founders put out a letter in uh, in the New York Times. And and in that, they had highlighted and said, you know, caring for human rights is not anti-Semitic. And that criticizing a policy of the government of Israel is not a boycott of Israel. Right. I think a lot of a lot of the, the detractors or folks who don't support our decision are saying Ben and Jerry's is boycotting Israel and trying to make it sound like a bigger issue. And and we have not said that we're boycotting Israel. Uh, right. We haven't taken that action. It's it's something that they're trying to frame up. So part of that is us in communications to try to spell out what is going on, what's what's you know authentic, what's real, what's honest and uh, and. You know, part of it is being able to be clear about why we believe this is the right thing for our business. And so we, you know, it is what we do. We, we get involved with these issues and uh, we've done it a number of years. We know right there, there's still, there's a lot involved with it and it does, it doesn't mean it's not about, you know, is Ben and Jerry's better than somebody else. We're just trying to do what we feel matches our values as a company and, and that we feel it's better for us to take a stance and take an action versus standing back and saying, well, this one may be really challenging, so let's not get involved. It may, it could hurt sales, so let's not get involved with it, right? Or people may be offended, like that's, our, our task is not to try to skirt around those issues. We believe strongly in using the power of our business to go right at them and talk about them. So that, that's why we've taken that recent action.
0: That's great. And again, I think it's just another thing that sets Ben and Jerry's apart, because this activism isn't new. It's not something that, you know, you guys implemented in reaction to things that happened in 2020, like we're kind of seeing from other companies. You know, this is in the fabric of Ben Mm -hmm. and Jerry's. So I think that's what makes it so respectable as well.
1: Yeah, it's funny, because people will will say, okay, I I get it. So you guys do good things in the world so people will like you and you'll sell more ice cream and you have to go nope you don't get it yeah <laughs> let's let's try one more time right and it's the difference of cause related marketing right of saying like okay uh, if i'm selling whatever widgets and uh, and i'm going to look for a cause that you as a potential widget purchaser will go oh i like those guys they they support you know whatever uh, uh, providing uh, you know funds to fight a disease of some type and you go okay that there's nothing wrong with doing that but i think ben and jerry's tries to come at it more holistically and and again tries to take this action in a way that it's not about marketing at all it's about let's stand up for what we believe in uh and so we kind of start with the progressive change we seek to make let's start with that as the end goal and then we say how can we get there And because we're, you know, we're experts in one thing that's like making great desserts. Aside from that, we're not experts in racism. We're not experts in Palestine. We're not experts in in a lot of these issues. So we usually go and find partners who are, right? When we did a global warming campaign a a decade ago, we went to the Union of Concerned Scientists and had them advise us on it. Uh, And, you know, when we do all this work around racial justice, we go to many organizations, folks like the NAACP or Advancement Project or Color of Change and have those folks help coach us through this and say, here's how you can have the biggest impact to help provide equity and and to help those folks who are marginalized. So we use those experts to help bring us through. And then we're on the learning journey and we ask our fans to come along with us. We say, look, let's do this together. Let's understand why, you know, uh, for a lot of us, uh, I think that the issue around racism we didn't talk about it a lot when we were growing up because it's uncomfortable for people to talk about. We didn't face it. Uh, you know, I, I grew up uh, uh, in a white family in mostly a, a white state here in Vermont, and uh, we didn't face the issues that are, are difficult to talk about. And I think that's one thing that I've learned at Ben and Jerry's is it's okay to talk about those things. It's, it's part of who we are, and it, it allows us to go out and try to address how can we use uh, you know, our energy and our power to be able to create a more just system that I think we we truly believe in. And so I think that is is part of it as well for Ben and Jerry's. And, and so it's taking that idea of it's not cause-related marketing, it's it's operating with a mission or values-led mentality. How do we do what it is that we want to do? And how do we learn as a company and and share it with our fans so they can hopefully join us along the way?
0: Absolutely. And I'd love talk more about your partnerships because i know as you mentioned that you worked with colin kaepernick for the flavor change the world so what was that process like what was that mission and how was the impact
1: Mm, great great partnership yeah how how lucky for us right i mean and and for folks who a lot of folks know Colin Kaepernick as the you know NFL quarterback who took a knee and, and faced a lot of controversy around that, and I think you know we just greatly admire him as an activist who is uh, you know sticking up for you know fighting oppression against black and brown people, and and so I think we were thrilled to have this partnership that we launched earlier this year in 2021. Right, the flavor is called Change the World. A, a delicious flavor, and uh, also a vegan, non-dairy flavor, because because Colin Kaepernick is vegan. So, uh, you know, we had gone out to his team and and said, you know, we try to do this work, we believe in this, we would like to partner with you. It actually took a while. I think we were, I think we were pursuing uh, uh, the partnership for maybe a little over a year before the uh, his team finally came back and said, hey, we think we could find a way to make this happen. And so, uh, you know, usually we reach out and say we're interested. This is what we propose. Uh, usually, you know, with all these partnerships and with with this one specifically, we'll come up with a flavor and say, here's what we're thinking. Let's send you over uh, this to try and, and hear your feedback, because we always want to hear that from our, our fans. But we appreciate they're usually uh, willing to let us take the ice cream lead we've got a good track record with putting together good combinations for flavors so uh you know they they were i think real appreciative of that and when as we talk through the opportunity to be able to raise awareness around uh, collins know your rights camp or to be able to bring you know shed more light on that and and to see what we can do as a business and how we can help share that message uh you know it's just been a, a great partnership already and and we're you know, it's a full-time flavor, so it's around for a long time, and we're looking forward to continuing to activate and and support. You know, kind of that initiative, his camp, and and the idea that you know we all have a part in the right. The the issue around racism, it's not a an it's not a challenge for people of color, color to solve. Right, this is a racism is an issue for all of us. And so we all need to be part of that that equation, and I think that's a uh, you know, huge opportunity for us to kind of continue to activate with this flavor, and, and I think we're really looking forward to it.
0: To switch gears for the last time to get some insight for students, what should students know if they are interested in interning or working for Ben and Jerry's?
1: Mm. You know, I think we usually, when we're, we have a handful of interns that work with us, we don't have a lot. So that's, that's probably one of the challenges is we'll probably have, you know, half dozen a year or something like that. So where we've got a pretty big bark in terms of our our company reputation, Uh, we don't necessarily have that many, we've got a 100 employees that work here pretty much at our, our headquarters. And so there's not that many intern positions open I think when we do have positions open and we're interviewing people we're looking for people who are uh you know motivated and who are out there doing things that that impress us and so you know I think the the intern interviews that I sat in on most recently for for this past year you'd hear questions like you know well what have you done in your own life in your own uh community to to stick up for something that you believe in and when you hear someone say well uh, you know, I uh, live in an area where there is uh salamanders that cross from one side to the other and so i ended up s- setting up a salamander crossing area that you know i identified it and put up signs and and worked with local you know the local community to be able to do this like that to us is, is something that it just blows you away when you hear people who are active on their own passions and who go out there and figure out how to do things. I think those are the people that we're most impressed by whether you're coming in as an intern or coming in as a full-time employee, I think. Uh, and it's not just about salamanders. I should be clear, <laughs> but it, the idea of just about, you know, how do people get out there and stand up for what they believe in? We, our, our co-founder Jerry says we're, we're a type company that we march in the streets for things that we believe in. And now you have to believe that powerfully in it. And so I think, if you're coming in to interview again, whether it's an internship or a full-time position, uh, tell us about what you're willing to march for and what you have marched for. Right, that that says a million uh, chapters. That if you say, "Yeah, I, I went out and and really uh, was this issue was so important, I wanted to stand up for it. I wanted to get out there and have my voice be heard." Uh, I think that's that's a huge opportunity. And I think we're, we're not just looking for people who are only like us, right? I think we always are looking for some diversity and some inclusivity to be able to say, you know, we don't want everybody to just be uh, people who are like, oh, Ben and Jerry's is, is great. Well, I just want to be a Ben and Jerry's. I think we, we hope it matches their values, but I think we want to hear what's unique about them. So I think for people to be themselves and, and to share what it is that motivates them and, and what they've championed. Those are, are are great opportunities. And I think also to, to interview the company, right? I usually, whenever I talk to college students to say, when you go apply for a job, this is not about internship specifically, but just any job to ask the company, what what do you do here with this company? What are you proud of that the company does? What does the company get involved with? How, what does the company get involved with that's outside of just making money? You know, and, and maybe that's important to you. Maybe it's not important to you, but it certainly would allow you to be able to See if your values align with the company's values, and so I I think it's important to to say for people you know especially college students as as you know folks are are coming out and looking for a full time opportunity to interview the company and and you know not not doing a rude way but be able to say you know I think I want to know what this company is about and what makes it tick and and why is it unique and why is it a good place for me to be, and the last piece that I would throw is I think really do your homework I've, I've sat in on some interviews with people again for both internships and full-time jobs where uh, we might ask them and say oh what what is it like what campaign has Ben and Jerry's done over the years uh that has most resonated with you and sometimes people don't really have a strong hold on that and they'll be like you know you did something like the earth day and you're like eh, it wasn't a strong answer right when people say I love the fact that uh you put out a post that said seven systemic ways that uh, seven ways that we know racism uh, is a systemic issue. And, you know, following up on that, when you did the empowerment flavoring campaign, that was so important. So I would say do your homework, go into an interview with, uh, you know, being able to know what the company's done. Well, there shouldn't be any surprises that way. And I think that, you know, that along with the, with the idea of sharing what you're passionate about should give you a good shot.
0: What advice do you have for future PR practitioners looking to work in-house at a company?
1: You know, it's a great question. There's so many ways you can come out. I mean, I think agencies are really helpful, right? Like uh, so many companies work with PR agencies. So, and I think PR agencies are usually pretty good starting place to be able to understand uh, uh, the job. So I think it's harder to say, hey, I'm working at a business and I'm just going to start working in the PR department I think you know unless you you have a PR degree and and have really put some time in or have some good internships it's a tough career to kind of just walk in with with only book smarts right so I I think internships are really helpful you know try to try to do a couple of those that you can and and understand it's pretty wide spectrum right it can be a a radio station it can be uh, you know writing press releases. It can be, there's just so so many different ways you can kind of come at PR. And and like we've been talking, the digital piece is so important, right? I think you can you could have a job working for three months doing social media for a, a business uh, as an internship and be able to apply that to public relations, right? I think the, the, they're so closely related that, that way. I think that's really helpful. But, and, and like I was saying, I think agency work's really helpful too. Like it's a great way to get your foot in the door and to say, all right, I'm going to go, understand what it is that that agencies do for companies to understand that backside of it and then be able to apply that and come to a business and say, yeah, I've worked for an agency. I know what we do for companies. Now I want to be, uh, you know, working for the in-house company and in, in PR." I think it, and that'll definitely give you a leg up.
0: Definitely. That's a great point about agencies too, because it is such a different experience working in-house versus an agency. So I like that you kind of said with agencies, you can, kind of work on your skills, figure out what area you're most interested in, and then start applying for those in-house positions. Last, but certainly not least, what are your go-to flavors for your three free pints a day?
1: <laughs> this I- is great, right? For people who don't know, it's one of the benefits of working at Ben and Jerry's is uh, we get to take home three free pints a day. So obviously, once your family and friends learn about that, you're giving away a lot of ice cream. Uh, and and we do have a uh, health club also at work to try to balance out the three free pints a day. So don't think we're being irresponsible, but for me. Uh, I've always been a Cherry Garcia guy, still love Cherry Garcia today. Uh, I would say, so I'd use Cherry Garcia as one of my three flavors. Uh, The second is we just came out with these new ice cream. You know, you're always coming out with new innovation because fans always want something new. So there's seven new ice cream flavors that are called Topped. T-O-P-P-E-D, they are topped with a layer of ganache, either dark chocolate ganache or white chocolate. Uh, so those are incredible. I'd say any of those top flavors. And then the last one I throw is non-dairy. We have such a great lineup now. We have 19 different flavors of non-dairy, almond milk base or sunflower base. And uh, I I think you can't go wrong with those, although I'm going to throw out and say I think that Colin Kaepernick Change the World is an incredible flavor, but it's not my favorite non-dairy. That one goes to caramel almond. It's just like this great, crunchy, uh, non-dairy-based flavor. So if you you get a chance to try that one, please do that one.
0: Oh, that sounds great. I'll have to try those. I love Cherry Garcia, so I'm familiar with that one. So Uh, good. Oh, so good. so good my all my friends are like oh i don't really like cherry i'm like it doesn't matter you would like this (laughs)
1: this (laughs) exactly
0: oh that's great well thank you so much sean for coming on here today this was so insightful and just so incredible thank you
1: we really appreciate the chance to share and appreciate your time so so thanks for having me on
0: A huge thank you to Sean Greenwood for hopping on this episode with me. I had such a wonderful time interviewing him about his position at Ben and Jerry's. I would also like to thank my predecessor, former VP of brand engagement, Zach Farinchek, for the idea to interview Sean in the first place. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and please stay tuned for our October episode coming soon. Thank you.